A very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards living a better life. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational messages and transformational stories out into the world so others may benefit. Hello again, listeners, and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Today, I'm joined by a guest from India, a gentleman by the name of Sweeney Sahu. And Sweeney, without further ado, a very warm welcome to you, sir. Thank you very much, Paul. And it's a pleasure and it's an honor that you have invited me uh, in the series of your podcast. Thank you Thank very you. much. Thank you. And listeners, um, sorry, as we um, listeners, what, yeah, and a lot, lots of greetings from India as well. <laughs> lots of greetings from India, very warmly re- received, as we thank you. <laughs> and uh, what we thought we'd talk about uh, today, listeners, was learning to play the game. Because, well, doesn't that fit hand in glove, mastering the game of life? So, yes. begs, begs the question, as we what game are we really talking about here? So easy to say the game of life, but there's many other games, isn't there? And those other games, there's a lot of common parallel principles. So maybe a good starting point for us is to talk about, well, what other games are there then other than the game of life? Any thoughts on that one, Azwini? Well, uh, on a on a, on a larger uh, perspective, it's obviously the game of life. And uh, if we go deep into it, how we lead our life, every second of our life is, is the game till, till we are alive on this earth. That's mm. the game. How we face the challenges, how we, how we share our happiness, how we share our learnings, our experiences, and how we help uh, others during distress. So every second of the life is a game. Mm. Till the time we are breathing. Some people say, Asvini, to me, they've said it to me a few times that mm, they don't really like that, Paul, because that suggests it's competitive. You know, mastering the game of life. You know, there's, there's naturally winners and losers. That, I don't really like that. What would you say to that, Asvini? Well, uh, uh, if, you, if we talk about... Well, I, I don't think it's a competition out here. It's uh, rather, uh, rather, uh, no, perfecting your skills and polishing your skills. It's not about winning or losing. It's about always winning. Mm-hmm. No? So uh, the the uh, say uh, old saying says that uh, you know, without failure there is no success. So it's mm-hmm. all it's all it's about always winning. There is no losing here. Yeah, and uh, that's yeah, I like that. And I suppose to answer my own question, listeners, there about you know this thing around well, winners and losers, that's suggesting that we're playing a game against somebody else. But what if the game's internal? What if the game that we take on is just to be the very best version that we can be of ourselves? Though there is no opponent other than dare I say, and I offer this as a suggestion as we need to you. What about our friend, their ego, the human ego? Because uh, most of us have, if not all of us, have got one of those. 
yeah uh, i would second uh, your comment here uh, most of us if not all of us as one of those the biggest competitor of oneself is uh, of uh, any individual is himself or herself so it's about you know again i would like to say here it's not about winning against any opponent it's about winning against your uh, uh, yeah, if i talk about an individual it's about winning winning against yourself against your uh, good deeds against your uh, well i won't say bad deeds but yeah winning and make it's it's uh, it's a day every second is a process in which you uh, you go every individual go on uh, polishing and uh, nurturing uh, whatever uh, attribute and traits they your c has mm yeah definitely definitely so this might be a good opportunity as we need for you to share with with us with the listeners around you know your journey how you've um, you know how you've played the game how you've learned to play the game because i think it's fair to say um and you share what you feel you want to share but you know i think you've got to a place where most people would say that guy's reached success now i don't want to frame that i don't want to you know give that away but maybe an opportunity for you to take us on a journey from from an early age some of the lessons that you learned as we knew that have led you to that what as i say most people would say wow he's a successful guy how did he do that well uh, to uh, uh, to start with i would like to thank every listeners out here and uh, uh, greetings from india and i would like to thank paul again to invite me in the series again uh, when we talk about success uh, the matrix of success success is different for every individual what i believe yeah if i talk about my journey uh, i uh, i won't take much i uh, from the last 22 uh, years i'm i'm 22 years uh, old uh, as per my experience is concerned in the corporate world i had uh, predominantly worked in three sectors uh, one is media means from my education background i i am a masters in uh, journalism and i'm a masters in international business i've also done my diploma in sports law that's the major th- three things which i have done well i uh, always had a plan that i should do my doc uh, phd hopefully one day i'll start that well when i talk about my experience i had worked with commercial media international media and uh, um in uh, i have worked with uh, radio channels with print media with uh, television channels i have led media conglomerate uh, in uh, the middle east and i had worked also worked in uh, in the international development uh, sector in afghanistan and in middle east and in india and from last few years i fortunately got attached with one of my passionate uh, fields which is sports and as i am from india cricket is a uh, we uh, is a second religion in the subcontinent so i, I have been 
I had worked for uh, as a CEO with the World Blind Cricket, and presently I am the Chief uh, Strategy Officer Global for a technology company headquartered in US and uh, having their corporate office in India, which provides solution uh, technology solution for cricket. Well, if I talk about my journey, uh, uh, which uh, I think would interest, uh, after working for. Uh, with commercial media, I got an opportunity to work in Afghanistan. When we talk about Afghanistan, uh, the first thing which comes in our mind is uh, is war, uh, terror, terrorism, uh, suicide bombing, and all uh, all negative things. But uh, I would say I would like to say everybody, it was one of my best years I had spent in that country, a beautiful country, beautiful people, uh, very hospital, uh, hospital, mm. I mean, they're very, uh, hospitality wise, they're very good. And uh, the food is good. I had learned a lot. And the, the only thing uh, which I would like to uh, focus, uh, means I like to point out here is I am satisfied from uh, after working there. I was very much satisfied that I had contributed my bit in the development of a developing country. Uh, I have I have very good friends which who are still in connect uh, in touch with me, uh, and uh, you know, uh, Afghanistan. The the my tenure in Afghanistan had really given a, a turn to my career and. I have seen uh, last uh, in um, in front means I have seen the blast uh, uh, happen uh, which had happened there. Few of them, people bloodshed. Uh, but one thing which I would I would like to say here to everybody who is listening to this that the only thing which can bring change to this world is love. And uh, on a larger on a larger perspective, uh, and there are a few other components which can help building a nation and building uh, 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 the world a good uh, better place to stay is education and sports. And uh, uh, and my my my. Uh, Career in Middle East, I had worked in Dubai, in, uh, UAE. So my career in Middle East also had given, polished me my my corporate skills. And uh, in this uh, 20, 20 plus years, I have uh, from from a mere executive, I have uh, risen to the position of a CEO and a CSO, uh, global, wherein I'm taking care of the uh, global market on the business perspective and uh, but again i would like to say afghanistan's uh, three three and three and a half years have really changed my career and uh, I, I i am very thankful to my colleagues and my superiors and supervisors who had actually helped me and you know uh, had been there with me uh, so to name a few of them, um, uh, uh, Selden Markov, who is uh, 
now almost uh, 68 years 70 years old man based in us he been my uh, top boss and he had actually taught me a lot of things i have learned a lot from him and many of my colleagues i uh, i won't name them and take your time but i'm thankful to everybody this is what my journey was and that's an interesting perspective there as we isn't it that thankfulness that gratitude because isn't it true listeners that we tend as humans oh that's just a word you know this gratitude thing this thanks we all say oh thanks how many of us actually in day to day really mean it oh thanks for that we kind of we're in autopilot but gratitude is such a massive massive part of our lives in, in terms of achieving success would you agree with that Sweeney? yes i i 100% agree with that if you have learned something or the other from somebody you should be you should be obliged that you have learned something new from somebody and which has actually helped you in your in your day to day life i i won't say career but in your day to day life so everybody has something or the other to teach and we should always be open in learning uh, new things maybe it's career or personal life hmm in terms of things that you know the how of you know how do we learn to play the game any game really particularly the one the, the biggest game of all the biggest game of all surely is the game of life yeah. you know we might be a top class sports person we might we might be very eminent uh, within business or our community or whatever the the contribution to society is you know there's many ways that that can unfold obviously but you know this the big thing for me is when we look at our needs our human needs and robins listeners you know i'm a massive advocate of the six human needs model and we look at these the need for certainty as when i just want to ask you around from your own point of view and you know obviously your life's journey you've achieved success how important is it do you feel or has it been for you to had certainty in your life and obviously that presents itself in many different ways it could be having a, a very secure um, warm loving family life um, you know good good surroundings but that need for certainty how, how has that been for you uh, Paul uh, when you said uh, certainty and having a good family life or having uh, abundance of uh, uh of maybe uh, when we talk about uh, your financial on the financial perspective but you know uh, what i believe uh, to to succeed and for well success for everybody uh, prospect uh, is different from each and every individual but for one person to uh, there there are been a lot of examples in the world where people uh, i believe is it's not about uh, only having it for yourself it's about having it for the society or having it for for the human race or humanity it's it's not only that you have certain things which you want to achieve and you got it and you are happy so uh, i believe happiness would come rather than taking uh, happiness would come more in giving 
giving cannot be uh, i am not defining it in terms of money giving can be uh, giving can uh, sharing your knowledge also is giving uh, giving uh, doing a counseling for a person uh, which is the, uh, or a student or a teenager where where and when they need is also giving so and to succeed what i believe is being persistent uh, and you have to be passionate in what uh, you are doing and and there is no uh, shortcut to success it's always hard work and hard work and hard work that's what uh, i that's what i believe but when when you are talking about certainty yeah i i believe giving would give more hap- uh, more more happiness and from from the core of your heart rather than having it all for yourself is uh, well there's nothing uh, certain in this world uh, means uh, you can't guarantee anything that that's also one aspect i believe that the only thing which uh, which is uh, well i was talking with one of my friend yesterday so he had uh, he had a new tattoo on his hand in which it is written death so i said what is the significance of this she said that this is the only truth so i i just uh, wanted to relate to this example so when we talk about certainty that is the only certain certain thing we mean certainty we have that mm. and i was reading a poem somewhere where wherein it was written that our return ticket is guaranteed uh, is confirmed so so live uh, live every second give every second help people uh, try your best to make this globe a better place to live mm, absolutely so the opposite obviously of of the certainty as we is is uncertainty and there's a train of thought isn't there i suppose mm-hmm. the modern day terminology is risk management but yes, you know the more right. uncertainty that we can embrace in our lives by definition if you know if it's uncertain it suggests that we've not been there or experienced it or not quite sure but the more of that we can embrace surely there's some big pots of gold there's some new pots of gold that we might find um yes. that was always there but we haven't seen them because we've not been there we've played safe we've been certain we've stuck to the tried and tested but the more that we can go to the other extreme and say Do you know what i'm going to actually be very un- i don't know what's the other side of that wall but i'm going to climb over and i'm going to have a look because i believe there's have a, a pot of treasure there so you know that's that risk management isn't it of of our lives where if we dare if we dare to take a risk um we don't know what we might find any thoughts around that as we need until unless we dive into the sea we won't be able to measure the depth that's what uh, uh, there's a local saying here so you <laughs> yeah. have to and there is one more local saying that either you go to hell and heaven but before that you have to die yeah so hell and heaven uh, is immaterial uh, is uh, the second thing but first you have to die to to go there go anywhere that's that's what it is so you know you have to take the risk plunge into it and uh, if you are uh, if you are really determined to achieve something i i think uh, there shouldn't be any uh, any yeah well there would be 
lot of hurdles bottlenecks challenges but um, again uh, as i said success uh, is uh, failure is a step to success that's how it is mm. and what about vision how important is it as we need for us to have a vision in our in our world in our lives how does that play a part in 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 learning to play the game vision see uh, if i talk about the corporate uh, terms strategy planning long term vision short term vision long term goals short term goals until unless you have a vision and a goal that you want to achieve and uh, there are i have heard few uh, few uh, leadership co motivational speakers where they say that uh, whatever you have a vision write it on a paper and paste it in the wall in front of you when you get up you read that so it reminds you that no i have to uh, it it uh, it gives you an idea and it makes you plan how you go through it how you have to achieve it what what would be the the micro baby steps you to you should take to reach that place you know, what would be what would be the challenges so it's very important uh, to have a vision uh, maybe uh, then you can you no know, you have a larger vision that this is what i want to make out of my life and then you uh, you know you can divide it into small steps and uh, each day you move towards it or you walk towards it so it's very important to have that because mm. i think i read something somewhere once it was like saying a life without vision is like a ship without a rudder it just meanders yeah. all over the sea and it's tossed no, no, by no, yeah and it's tossed around by life's waves and i think that's very true isn't it yes yes absolutely yeah what about but values? yeah then 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 there should uh, when we talk uh, if we take the ship's example which is tossed into the sea without a rudder but there should be a skillful sailor as well would uh, sail it through uh, through all the turbulence of the sea Mm. and determined that yeah like all the explorers the old uh, the uh, uh, explorers in the world where where they have uh, explored the sea and found a new land so a skillful uh, sailor is also required mm. and that's where listeners you've heard me say this many times before you know as we go on this 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 journey this this voyage of life of self discovery to be the better the best version we can be as i say it's not about comparing i need to be better than asvino or he needs to be better than me my own my own journey yeah, is around better, yeah. um is being the best version i can be there's no comparison i might be inspired by people like asvino which i am but ultimately it's about us as an individual isn't it and we go on that journey of discovery yeah so you as as i said earlier your biggest competitor is you the yeah. individual's biggest competitor uh, or uh, biggest uh, competitor where uh, you should uh, mirror yourself stand and see okay fine i have achieved this but i have to achieve certain level if you put the matrix so your biggest competitor is you Hmm. So, what parts do values play in our life, then, from your experiences, when you're around 
you know, you know we've, so we've got a vision. We're, you know, we're plotting a journey. We, we, you know, we know we want to go in a certain direction, achieve a certain thing. What stepping stones called values? How important are they in our journey? If uh, well, if we um, if we want to achieve certain things, there there are a lot of steps involved. Uh, so one of them. Uh, a lot of steps involved and a proper planning is required with the if uh, a individual has a vision and he should he should uh, he or she should plan it properly and uh, maybe divide it into smaller uh, shorter goals and which which uh, together uh, helps him him or her to reach the larger vision he has but uh, yeah values uh, when you are talking about values you values are uh, would would be the key component one of the key components in it because if you uh, don't stick to your values yeah, i don't think uh, it would be it would be very easy on somebody's part to reach that particular vision or dream uh, or goal uh, he or she has set so it's it's one of the most important component i would believe mm, definitely definitely so we've touched on a couple of the the human needs there with certainty and uncertainty and you've already alluded to as we need the highest of all um, human needs is that need for contribution so i want to ask you a question now for may around something that i speak quite passionately about well, i speak passionately about this saying this you cannot give what you do not have. What's your thoughts around that? As we, you cannot give what you do not have. Is that a saying or is it true? It's a saying, but I don't believe it is 100% true because I feel mm. this saying is only materialistic. Mm. Yeah. It, it implies materialistic world. It's nothing like that. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's just, this, this, this saying implies only from the materialistic angle. Yeah. And, and it is as simple as that, really, isn't it? Because when you look at, you know, how people dedicate their lives to, you know, to being, you know, whatever, in, in old terminology, it used to be called a vocation. I think that that word, that terminology has been lost over recent times. But, you know, and certainly when I was growing up as, as a kid in the UK, I mean, doctors, nurses, teachers you know these were people that were said they they found their vocation their calling um you know i don't think it's so much nowadays or i still think they are three personally three monumental massive massive roles in life and i do believe they are a vocation but you know that's just my personal so this you know people that are dedicated to service for the betterment of others i mean isn't it true as we know that the world is just full of so many unsung heroes, ordinary people, so-called ordinary people that are doing absolutely extraordinary things for the benefit of others. Yes. Yes, ordinary people are absolutely doing extraordinary things for the benefit of others. It, uh, see, giving is a thing. It, it is not necessary that uh, if you have, you give. Uh, 
well there are there are many uh, many examples in which uh, uh, people have a lot of re- uh, uh, there there are a lot of rich people but they're not that keen of uh, giving back so it is it is about uh, the the previous question as you asked it's about you know uh, you uh, it's not uh, necessary that you have then you give it is about your uh, if you are passionate about uh, helping somebody you would go out and help more or, or the society it's about uh, if it is inside you and you really want to make a change in somebody's life it's not necessary that uh, you have to have something to give some you know, somebody or help somebody mm. if you really want to help uh, you will find a way or means to yeah help that's what i believe and i think um maybe i offer this as a suggestion um as we know that maybe the best way to help anybody in this world is to help yourself first because by your light becoming brighter that knock on effect that energetic any yeah the energetic um vibration will you know sometimes we just have to stand there and be who we are at our, you know and if we shine brightly enough then the world, the world, other people's world will be lit up accordingly. And, and I firmly do believe that. I want to um, invite you in as we draw to a close, as we knew. I always finish with guests with one big question, but I want to park that for one moment. And I want to invite you in now, if I may, for you to share your contact details, how people can find out about, you know, if they can contact you, find out more about you, reach out to you. So what's your contact details, as we knew? well uh, uh, i am not that a uh, social media gig here well uh, i can share my uh, number if somebody wants to contact me it is uh, uh, if somebody wants to note it down it's plus 91 plus 91 it is I, i would repeat it again it is plus 91 8249109254 and, and my and my email id is a s w i n i c t c at @gmail.com if you uh, i would say it again it is alpha sierra whiskey india november india charlie tango charlie at gmail.com super thank you as we need and as ever listeners those details will be in the uh, this episode this podcast episode show notes so as we need the final big question then so you know we've kind of uh, we've had a, a very interesting discussion around learning to play the game so what i always do at this stage i want you to imagine we're in a hotel reception and we've just okay. met and we're getting into the lift now to go up to the next floor and that lift takes 30 seconds to go to the next level so we've got in the elevator together and I'll say right as we need I'll probably never see you again when when this lifts in third after the next 30 seconds because you're going to a meeting in that room on the left I'm going in the one on the right but I want you to tell me this my friend if you will what would you say to the world or what would you say to me in 30 seconds around the best way for me to learn how to play the game 
What, what would your advice, guidance, wisdom, what would that be, Aswini? Well, 30 seconds, nice. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I would, uh, I would, uh, I would just say that uh, stay positive and be persistent in what you do. So that's, uh, and try to help others. These three things. Superb. Thank you. And what's interesting about that, listeners, is you, you know I've, I always sign off with that, uh, with, with that, you know, that that style of, of finishing the, the conversation, the dance, if you will. But what's interesting for me is, have you noticed how many times I say to guests, "You've got thirty seconds," and he or she gives a very clear quality answer, which most times five, ten seconds, as as we did there. So. That's, uh, that's an interesting one. But anyway, I park that. And all that remains now, listeners, is to sign off and say, remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. Great. Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the game's ever-changing. How will you master it?